Okay, it's recording now. All right, uh, so podcast time. Got, got me and Mike, as always. Good evening. And, and we've got Mike's brother. Younger brother. Better brother. Uh, Rob. Bob Hi, Taylor. guys. Yeah. All right, so... Um, we first tell everyone about the outfits that we're wearing, our Halloween costumes. We've gone for a gay theme today. I wasn't going to tell people it was Halloween. So um, you're dressed as um, that Liberace fella. You went with him. Yeah, I, I went with George Michael, <laughs> uh, inspired from the, uh, the Faith video. And uh, Rob's bought the mood right down with his Kevin Spacey outfit. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I'd, I'd done it in advance before the last few days, so... I really like the song Faith, by the way, by George Michael. It's an absolute it's, corker, isn't it? It's what the kids call a banger. Don't know why. Have, have you ever watched on the YouTube those like kids react to? Uh, I've never actually watched them because I hate them, but I'm familiar. I was with watching them. one, and they uh, like the kids' reaction was like that it was really eighties. I don't find that song really eighties. I think it's timeless. I think it's stand up today. Yeah, it's just a good song. I, I don't know. Don't know what bad going on about alright anyway just before we get into to a bit chat just a bit of admin stuff we obviously missed last week's podcast because Mike was detained uh, yeah were, were you working now anyway so uh, I was actually detained oh yeah <laughs> I thought as much so so yeah we, we work. so we've missed a bit of stuff hmm. um, mainly like we missed world the world player of the year stuff so obviously Ronnie won but like like, I can't not tell you this. It's the best story I've ever read in my whole entire life. Um, in the build-up, did you see what happened with the woman's player of the year, which is done the same day? No, I didn't. Didn't some woman win it who's not a professional footballer? She didn't, I don't know if she won it. I don't think she did. <laughs> but Venezuelan. Yeah, yeah, basically, a yeah. Venezuelan teenager <laughs> who is just a student at college and has never played professional football, let alone for Venezuela... Was in the three player shortlist for. No, no, she didn't win it. Um, no, she didn't win it. She was Dutch, in the three player shortlist. The Dutch yeah. breakout player from that team that won the European Championship. Yeah. yeah uh, Lika Man. Who plays for Barcelona, I think. Does she? I don't know. But anyway, yeah, so, so and essentially a child found its way onto to the shortlist. But I think she won, I think she may have won best, no, Giroud was, won best goal, but she was yeah, up she for best goal. She was nominated goal as well. for the Postcast Award, yeah. yeah. Is that fan voted? Uh, which one? the goal the Postgres award I think so as Arsenal fans just any poll whether it's on <laughs> the internet or Sky Sports just they are military yeah they're organised but my favourite bit about the world player of the year stuff is you know when you give you a list of who voted for what <laughs> yeah that is and long. it's like yeah. I don't, don't know if don't Ronaldo and Messi refuse to vote for each other they don't, they didn't, so I, I don't but know. But Gareth Southgate didn't have Messi in his top three. Didn't have Ronaldo either. Did he have Stuart Dow? Or was it Ronaldo? No. It was one of the two he didn't so have. He, he, had, he had Modric at two. He had Modric and Modric and Cruz. And then, uh, I don't oh know if you can see it because you're not on Twitter, Mike, but Duncan Castles, who is Mourinho's <laughs> yeah. muse. I was going to talk had, about uh, Duncan Castles. Had Jose Mourinho's <laughs> manager of the year. Yeah, he really did. But Again, I don't want to hate Gareth Southgate. I think he's probably a nice bloke. I wouldn't mind, you know, having an Amstel with him in spoons. Um, I probably think seem like my kind of guy. Actually, yeah, I'd probably end, <laughs> end, end, end that session feeling a bit depressed. I don't know. But he seems like a lovely man. Yeah, he seems but, like a nice oh, guy. Yeah. Those choices just... I knew he'd do something like that. Yeah. He's... I hate a thinking man's... 
idiot. Like, you <laughs> knew he'd go. Nah, but the thing is, like, yeah, yeah, they, Ronaldo and Messi get all the plaudits because they score like 70 goals a year. But it's not really... I mean, it's the guy in the engine room, isn't it? It's really Modric who makes that No. Tip. No, it's not. It's the guy who scores 60 goals. <laughs> of course it is. As we were saying before, okay, but I, I like to call them Michael Arteta's because of the Everton period where people insisted on telling me that Arteta was their best, most important player. It's Cahill, lads. It's definitely Cahill. He gets the goals and yeah, gets the girls. It, it's Cahill. He does, yeah. But Whereas Arteta tells <laughs> jokes... But it's usually stuff. Yeah, but the thing is, there's no thing, mate. It's just yeah. these scores more. Yeah, it's sorry. Like, and these are the same people who will let them go. Oh yeah, well, scoring it's the hardest thing to do in football. Well, yeah, that's why that guy is getting all the money. I actually, ages ago, you remember when uh, Ronaldo won that Puskas award for his goal against Porto? Yeah, but the one from about forty yards. Yeah, that one. I was watching that game with my mate, who was an Arsenal fan. And he kept telling me how rubbish Ronaldo had been in that game and stuff, and how he wasn't that good. And I was like, look, mate, Ronaldo doesn't get paid, paid to play well for 90 minutes. He gets paid to win you the game, and he did. It won him a tie. Cause yeah, it's like, why yeah. I, I assume, like the deciding I think goal. we've said something like this before, but it's why I assume yeah. the world's best left-back probably gets paid less than the support striker yeah. at a decent team. Yeah, because like you get paid to get paid scores, to, to he win. Scores, he only scores thirteen goals a year. Yeah, but that's thirteen goals a year. That's quite a big deal. It is. It, it's like yeah. It's like they they decide games. That's you know the only other position that you could claim that is is keeper. But the thing with keeper is like essentially if you're having a bad game, you keeper probably can't do anything about it. Like yeah, you know, a lot of goals. Well, the game we just saw there, Roma Chelsea. Yeah. you can't really yeah. say Cartwright he's had a bad game stood about going this is shit <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate you guys uh, which is fair um, yeah so yeah moving on from World Player of the Year we had Ronald Koeman getting sacked as, as well because he just didn't understand the yeah. Everton way he just he did he never referred to them as we he always said Everton that's not why he's been sacked lads. he's been sacked because results were shit and that's all <laughs> there is like yeah. got like, it happens all the time when Maybe. things go a bit sideways. I, I actually, I really enjoy the period, like, I've just around a manager getting sacked, where loads of weird stories start coming out about, like, why he's been sacked. Like, he took away our ketchup for Paolo Di Canio. To be fair, he, he made, or tried to make, Umani Assi's life a living hell. Well, <laughs> he, he was there. <laughs> he really fucking did as well. And to be fair to me, he grinded it out and at times saved Cumans a job. But, but the point is, man, no one would, like, <laughs> if they were currently fourth in the league, no one would care if he'd actually murdered Umanias. I mean, Umanias and his family. Maybe that would be a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that Umanias? We haven't seen him since pre-season. Oh, he's somewhere on the 23 You can haze him for as long as you want, but you can't kill him. Because that is just, against... For some reason, you just can't he's, at, he's at training. Someone keeps parking in his actual car. Car <laughs> plays at, at the training ground. No, we, we give that to someone else. <laughs> Yeah, that is yeah, they did, didn't they? Yeah, they did all sorts. They cleaned his locker out. And... <laughs> yeah. That is that is the the, uh, the, uh, the flip is the flip side a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. That is the flip side of the modern game. You can criticize players all you want for being mercenaries, but you know when a club doesn't want someone, according to the secret footballer, and you know from what we've read of what happened to mm. Umani Ask, 
they humiliate them <laughs> well, and the basically end, send them well, away. Well, like, at the end of the day, in team sport, they're like cattle. You always get new cattle. Yeah, they are. Foot, professional footballers <laughs> are cattle. You know, who yeah, can begrudge like... the lucky cow that um, gets more grass than the others? <laughs> well, like, it's like Winston Bogard back in the day. Like, like everyone always says that as well. It reflects badly on Winston Bogard. Look, you signed a contract with him once <laughs> and, and he saw it out. He did exactly what it's he was doing. It's not his fault. Yeah, you didn't want him. He has not so. turned out to be as good as what mm. you wanted him to be. Like, but yeah, people don't. Ah, oh, you play with the kids. What, what, what a chump! Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, at least you're on incident. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave and take twenty grand a week less somewhere else because of my pride. Fuck my pride! I do exactly the same well, as Bogart. And like, as far as I'm aware, I don't know if mm. you guys can correct me if, if I'm wrong, but but was wasn't like Chelsea were accepting bids for him left and right. Wasn't like they went, yeah, we've got you a move. To... No, they couldn't shift him for love. Not it's a bit it. like football yeah. manager, though, isn't it? When you try yeah. and shift someone who, uh, yeah, I, I bought this guy called. I think his name's Israel Diamed for uh, for Malaga. For some reason, I decided to pay him thirty six grand a week. I couldn't yeah. I couldn't get him out with all the love and the money. Fuckers, yeah, I reckon when there's the option of asking Winston Bogart to speak to other clubs, and he's like, "Nah, you're, you're good, lads." <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy staying here on like forty yeah. grand a week at Chelsea. But like, you know, my, my point is like, but, it's, yeah, he was, he they weren't inundated with offers. Like, they weren't Bogart. going, "Oh, we've, no. we've sorted out a move," and he was going, "I'm not leaving." He was just like, "Well, like, I'm not going to engineer it. Teams, you have to do it." <laughs> <laughs> teams wouldn't even bother making offers because they'd go, well, what about Bogart? Yeah, he's on 40. Especially well, he hasn't played football in And teams. especially at that time, there was only, what, maybe United and Arsenal who could realistically afford yeah, those wages and the maybe guys, Liverpool right, as well. If you're going to refuse to play a guy, then... Like, and then point, what's wrong with him? Yeah. Like, <laughs> just, you haven't played just, him for four he years. He hasn't played football in two years, but we don't want him. He'll take him ages to go up to speed. Did they sign him from Barcelona? Yeah, yeah. That was a rough time for Dutch players at, at Barcelona. Like Reisinger was, yeah. was pretty bad. Well, that was in the that, Ball yeah. Brothers. Reisinger end up on these shores as well. Middlesbrough. Yeah, Middlesbrough. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, that was that was a weird period where they had like there were a few IX just players. Just signing Dutch players, like all of them forever. Like, there's a few IX players around that time whose uh, careers went went. Well, around. I think he was manager. Van Van Hal was manager yeah, at Barca. Was, yeah. so. Like I actually, I saw like I was reading this article online the other day. Yeah, David didn't have a rough year when he left. He's, uh, he's at Milan. Yeah, yeah, it didn't yeah. it didn't go too well. He had a year at Barca eventually, didn't he? Like much later. Like a, I think that was later. the year. Was it Rijkaard's first season? Yeah, maybe? I think so. It was much much yeah. better. But yeah, but we even had a Dutch goalkeeper when Van Gaal was oh, there. Yeah, was his name? Was Rude Hest. Hest. But he was like really old, though. Yeah, and not good. <laughs> But yeah, I was reading a thing in like The Guardian uh, the other day. I think it was by a chap called Jonathan Wilson, which was about like you buy The Guardian. No, it's you can look at it online. Like, is it like the Daily Mail, where or is it actually? The no, same? it's 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 legit. But because like, apparently, you, well, to explain, you told me that the Daily Mail online is it's fast. not the same publication as the actual Mail. Yeah, it's a different thing. But anyway, but like he was going on about. Like, give them money. The guy no, always no. begging for money. Yeah, they yeah, they're always I was gonna say at the bottom like of every article there's like a do you wanna give us some money? No, I fucking don't. I don't actually like <laughs> I prefer their way to like most newspapers online you have to pay before you can read anything. The times you do. Yeah. Behind paywalls, so fair play to the Guardian for avoiding that, but eventually they're gonna cave. 
But yeah, so he was going on about what you termed post-Croyfian managers. So essentially, it was managers who have managed either Barcelona or, or Ajax in that mould of, of that style of football that Johan Cruyff is given credit for, but you suspect actually goes further back in Holland than him. some bloke called Renus yeah. Michaels. Renus Michaels, yeah. Maybe even earlier than Renus as well. But anyway, but like, and he was like, oh yeah, they, they never do well at like clubs that aren't set up in a post Cruyffian manner. Now, which I thought was an interesting point, and obviously we've talked about this, like, like just because a manager is good at one thing doesn't mean he'll do well at another club. Unfortunately, that sentence was the entire content of the article. There was no, no more insight into why that might be or what you could do about it. It was just that. In, in actual fact, the article felt like he had used the term post-Crothian in conversation, became extremely pleased with himself and went, I'm going to write an article so I can say post-Crothian He's wrote, again, bo- he's wrote books, hasn't he? On tactics, like he wrote mm. inverted, is it inverting the pyramid? Yeah, and maybe a couple of others, like Jonathan Wilson. Did he? I didn't, I didn't know it was about him. Mm. But yeah, like I was surprised because like the, the point and everything I agreed with. I just it was quite a short article and it didn't really, you know, didn't really go into any depth on like why they they struggle or, or anything or like what they could do to avoid it. It was literally. So just... what? So what did it say about Van Hal then? Uh, it didn't have too much about Van Hal. It just mentioned him as. Him, brought up his Munich spell. It actually mentioned him as one of the few who seems to have done okay with it. But it yeah, do, does seem like these guys need to be a complete dictator of a football club, which in the modern age is well, we, we chatted about it when Crystal Palace sacked the ball. It's like, look lads, you're asking you like, you know, it's weird, it's it's like you're running like a fish restaurant and you've appointed a guy who used to run like a garage. Like, well, like, yeah, but surely the skills are transferable. No, mate, it's a totally different thing. Hey, Rob, you know, might know this before we move on. Now, the guy, the English guy, is credited with creating total football. Yeah, what's his Ajax name? I had an English manager. Yeah, who I know what you mean. As, like, the I know what you mean. Yeah. He's on one of those lists I was reading about randomly, mm. like English guys. Who've yeah, done I know right exactly. Abroad. I mean, he's like the one who. It's not the same guy, but you know the one who's managed Barca. Um, like I was playing pointless on my phone once, and like one of the questions was. Barcelona managers and there's an English guy who's a pointless answer for it I can't remember what Terry Venables no before Venables <laughs> way before um, anyway not important not important uh, yeah so uh, back to Cumin. yeah that guy had to get sacked yeah because he liked like eating in fancy restaurants after they'd lost <laughs> what an mm. arsehole he should yeah hilarious use all that money he's got to eat normal like hum- should, humble food. He shouldn't be allowed food. <laughs> if you don't win, you why, don't get why, food. Why is he not eating in a chippy with his Everton tracksuit on? Yeah, but... That's, I want to know. <laughs> That's not even the, the new one, yeah. like the 80s one. An, no, an Umbro one? Yeah, why is he not in that? Plus, he's going to eat chippy and they've cooked the chips in the last 10 minutes. He has to wait half an hour till they're a bit cold. And, and he, has to wear, he has to wear Neville <laughs> Southall's used tracky after a defeat. <laughs> And he not he's only allowed Don a meat, not even chips, <laughs> to prove that he understands the pain of being an Everton fan. I do. I, I love the stuff like that. Like, the, oh, he never ridiculous. never called us, never called us we, never got into the spirit. Didn't seem to have a problem with it last no. year. Now yeah. we've got a, a, a man who perfectly understands the Everton way, David Unsworth, which uh, from his playing tenure involved narrowly escaping relegation. Yeah. Every year. 
and being shit. This is one of the things I don't get, actually. Like, why, if you have decided that a regime has failed, would one of your criteria be, we want someone who understands <laughs> how the club is set up? Well, Rob, but you've deemed it a failure. Well, he, he gets a lot of credit for a lot of these under-23 lads, but as you know, Rob, and give me some names because I can't think of any, were most of them store-bought? Yeah, like John Stones, Holgate, Calvert-Lewin, Luckman. They're yeah. all been bought from... It was from Luckman from Barnsley. Charlton, they spent Charlton, over £10 million yeah. on him, right? Yeah. But the other guys, like, I don't... Yeah. I, I can only think of Tom Davis, and who's that right-back who looks a bit crap? Is it John Joe <laughs> Kenny? Yeah, John Joe Kenny. Like, they've got two. You know what I think is in relation like. to John Joe Shelby? No, no, I was about to say. I don't know if you it's saw. It's not even spelt the same. His name is actually John Joe. <laughs> yeah, but it's all one, one word. word. So it's J-O-N, J-O-E. You won't, you won't have seen this, but Aid might have uh, on Twitter. The bearded genius guy tweeted like a little video of him doing skills and he was like words for me <laughs> he was just walking around trying to do like He's you know right. the um the elastico what brazilians do like ronaldinho where you flip it one way and, you, and he was yeah. just like he was just going one way <laughs> i was like this is a guy who plays football at least five times a week it's an actual full-time job and this is what he's doing like what he's coming out with but what the thing with Everton, with, with Koeman, for me, was obviously his own system wasn't working. But then he just started panicking and just trying different things. Like against Arsenal, he went with three at the back. I don't think he played three at the back that often. Which yeah. then moved to the, when they were getting battered, but, it went to five. And then it had like Sigurdsson and someone else in the middle. And it was just so disjointed. And, and if I was him, I would have just carried on with the system which I know is his system and it wasn't working but at least you can have a little bit of conviction and go well it didn't work it's all when you start panicking and you start playing the ass after basically you know washing your hands of him and it just shows a manager who'd lost I always find it interesting like you say like you went three at the back it's like like a lot of teams have started using a three at the back because it was successful for Chelsea last year like I find it dead weird that a bunch of managers as for I've suddenly gone, oh, three at the back works, I'll give that a go. Like, I think because the premiership tough. is so rough these days, like, and by that I mean tough and hard, you you can't play yourself out of anything. No. Like Everton, with the size of the team that you think they are now, with the money they've spent, I think back in the day, they'd be, you know, they'd think you could play yourselves out of this, but, you know... The urge to tinker because there's no games which you're going to automatically win must be yeah. ridiculous. I, I do. Hard. I totally agree with Rob. Though, like you, you're better off sticking with like you know. I mean, have you bought players for that ladder. system? Have you trained for that system? How is it? It's the ball stuck with. The problem is, though, it's <laughs> the Premier League. The Premier League's a, rea- it's a reactionary league. Yeah. yeah if you is. see someone doing like last year, Conte comes yeah. in. And, Free at the back seems so, and he's struggling this year. But when you see other coaches, like I mean, did West Ham play free at the back? Maybe once well, West Ham played different, but like they may look like they practice for it because going from free <laughs> at the back is it's such a different way of preparing them for that you have to spend like months. Yeah, exactly. Tailoring, you can't tailoring your free yeah, at the what back. What if you shit? And then your wing backs having the you actual... can't stick with shit though. No, if you're getting but... beat every week. 
You can't, no, but, it, but not, a lot of it's like a radical 180 though in what they're changing. Yeah, like, they're not going from 4-4-2 to 4-3-3 or 4-5-1. They're going from 4-4-2 to 3-4-2-1. Like it's and it's like, have you got the defenders for it? Have you got the wing like backs you, for you, it? You, yeah, you pick up football manager. Like, <laughs> I do it on football manager. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm not a professional manager. <laughs> I just can't help myself. I've tried it on football manager. Whenever I tinker, like, why I've have I had 38 shots on goal for the past five games and, and got beat 4 0 every game? I think I need wing backs for those inverted, those inverted forwards. It's just not cutting the mustard. You've got no wing backs. Yeah, but I think that inside forward, I think he can be a wing back. He can't, mate. <laughs> he just fucking can't. But but yeah, so like um who do we reckon will take over then? I reckon Dash. I reckon that um Hull manager who isn't Hull manager anymore. Which one? Watford's Matt Silver. So I don't ah. I just think it's ridiculous that he's even in the shortlist. <laughs> well as I was but telling you before, I, I, I want him be. to go to, to yeah. Everton. Turn Ben round for, for the rest of the season. I know, I think it should Benger be. to retire, Ben him to take over at Arsenal in literally the quickest rise in English football. You know what? I'll, I'll, that'd be a good bet to make now. No, Next Arsenal manager, that guy. Yeah, maybe. No, yeah. Not, not like to do what you said with that. Yeah. But the only thing but, is, though, with Wenger, how long are you going to wait to cash that in? I think he's. I think, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think he's. Marco Silver might have retired. I don't, I don't think, think his number might be up this year. Unless they, right. unless they do better than last year, I. I, I don't think he would have worked so hard to get another contract just to walk away after one year. I think he might be forced. So I think those guys might be like, look, it's too much now. We but, want you to stay, but, but do they yeah. care though? Like, if you I saw it, they're aging. Yeah, yeah. Well, I do think. Well, they I they think really look, if, if they're if they're not like really comfortably in the top four, oh no, I think last... if they get top four, they'll be fine. Yeah, but if they're not. And by the last yeah. couple of months of the season, I really think Arsenal fans might start protesting and not going to the games. Like I, they were I've on never the brink. Seen anyone do but not going to the games? No, but they were on the brink last year. I think they might. Actually I think they're a big through. enough club yeah. where yeah, even not if going people stop going, other people are going to have to go in the place. Yeah. True. But like I, it happened. With I, know, I can't. If they don't get made the Champions League this year, he's gone. Fair enough. I think. Yeah. No, I I agree with that. But I think like. He's got a great chance of winning the Europa League. That if he true. wins You'd that. love it if he comes seventh. Well, I'd be like, sick, sick for the Europa yeah. League. If he, do, if he does, <laughs> if he gets sick for the Europa League, you'd have to say he'd be on the shortlist for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, what Duncan Castle's vote Duncan Castle's vote for right away. Are they not in the League Cup anymore? Yeah. yeah, yeah that could be a double. They're still in everything. Still can't. They had some guy who I've never heard of come on and score too. Yeah, and he, and he was like yeah. the only player big busyness. who is born since like after Wenger took over. Yeah, did he get released by Chelsea. This lad, did he? Yeah, He's yeah got he, got, he got released by Chelsea. Have you seen the goal though? He, he literally gets subbed on and then runs for the corner because they're taking a corner and he scores. Oh no, I've not seen man. <laughs> Good lad. <laughs> uh, I, I work with a woman who's kids in Arsenal Academy. Really? Yeah, I'm a lot nicer to her than I usually would be, you know, hoping <laughs> he yeah, makes it in somewhere down the line I can get something from it. It's the kind of guy I am. Yeah, that's fair, man. That's more than fair. Alright, so right, let's 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 start our predictron. Before we go on to predictron, I'm a bit distracted yeah. with my phone, can I just say how annoying it is when a woman who is your girlfriend, when you do the same thing, gives you really, really lots of grief. And they are as bad at it as you yeah. are. 
It's really annoying. But yeah, <laughs> it is, that, that's it all is I've got to say about that. Fair enough. I mean, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm genuinely a little worried now. That's annoying that she's got yeah. me a bit worried. Yeah, all right, mate. That is out of order. Are you going to make sure that you don't... She's ruining this podcast experience. Here was, I, here was I just... I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I hope I've took you two down a notch, because... <laughs> Um, well, yeah, I was on the great side. Maybe, may, this, I'm so. sure my predictions from the part will make you feel much, much better. You're uh, going to have to give me a synopsis. Of okay, okay right. right. So, here it is, Rob. Basically, a little while ago, and by a while, I mean years ago, I became obsessed with the idea of... Perfection. Um, <laughs> and then I became perfect. It though, so isn't it? It's, I moved on to, to Predictatron after becoming the perfect person. Um, <laughs> much like that guy from that ESPN documentary. What's it called? Marinovich. The Marinovich. Yeah, right. A1 into so three, uh, <laughs> perfect system. I did. Oh, anyway. You've become obsessed by this system. <laughs> um, so, so ages ago, I started the, the concept that you could essentially predict football results statistically to, to some measure of accuracy. Obviously, 100% would never be possible. So, um, it's been kicked up a notch this year because now there's a website and everything. Uh, but so basically, I have a I have a full database and everything of like football results that I am attempting to use to predict future football results and win at gambling. Um, <laughs> His bedroom wall is full of like you know the scribbles of a madman. <laughs> and he, uh, is that predicts And have you seen the the thing on Twitter of like Zach Galifianakis and he's got loads of like equations going on in his head? It's yeah, that sort of you. Yeah, with that's football so results. But <laughs> pissing milk bottles as well. <laughs> but, all that stuff. But with an actual database like on a computer. Anyway, so basically a little while ago, towards the end of September, so start of October. I started like properly, properly using it, right? And basically, since then, it has predicted. I've used it to predict the results of twelve football games, and uh, to date, it's got two correct. Actually, not results. It goes a bit further, so like it does more than that. So by the way, I give him money for this. He as gives well. me money now. Anyway, so <laughs> right. So after. He doesn't just use my. He puts his own money in it as well. I'm not like a I thought it was going to be like. You know what? I'm one day. I'm actually going to start like you know checking on what you talk about in this because usually I my eyes glaze yeah. over a bit. But I'm going to properly like check on like the results. <laughs> and one week they're all going to be correct. And then you're going to tell me that you've just been spending my money on hey, is, on it, other right, stuff. I'll tell you oh, honestly, that. Like what, in a classic what, lottery what, what steal is here is miles better than me. Aid, what I'll tell you about is this is a great idea for a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> this is a superb idea. Like Mike, Mike can recruit people into it. I'll recruit people what? into it. Even good cows. Anyway, that is the ultimate goal, actually, because I don't think we're there, I'll ever get like a bit there, but I could sell it as like a subscription thing. Anyway... Um, right, so basically, for the week just gone, it reckoned... I'm still thinking about the Ponzi idea, I mean, who can I get? <laughs> yeah, exactly. How many mugs do I know? It's Will, Will, At work, Will, you just... from myself, yeah. We'll sort it out, we'll sort it out. Anyway, so, it's predictions for the weekend just gone were Hull and Forest, uh, both teams to score, no. That game ended 3-2. Uh, anyway, uh, QPR against Wolves um, was QPR to be winning at half-time and full-time. In its defence... How has it done that, Aid? In its defence... Oh, well, Wolves top of the league, right? Anyway, yeah. keep listening. In its defence... Right. There, there is no defence for that, Aid. <laughs> that is pre- absolutely Aid. no defence. Hey, that's pretty... Pre- you know, I won that game. 
Like, they won it 2-1. They scored their first goal on 40 minutes. Managed to fail to hold out till half-time and then won in the second half for dicks. Uh, Wigan and Blackburn, both teams to score, yes. That finished 0 zero. Uh, it did finish 0 yeah. Uh, and then zero. S- You've been in America. That's because I've been well. in America for. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll talk about your American. We, we will, yeah. A little bit. But anyway, and then Morecambe to beat Forest Green away to nil, and Forest Green won that one nil. Uh, right, so absolutely nothing right this week. However, like yourself, right, um, I basically start thinking, why is it obsessed with QPR? Because last week it, it claimed that they were going to beat Bolton by more than so two you've goals. So you've looked into this. So I've looked you've, into I've looked into. But it was right with that week, despite itself. Yeah, I and mean, it was right. They did win. Yeah, but right. So what it turns out has happened, right, was towards the end of September when I decided I was going to start using this season's results. I also automated a lot of it because I was sick of having to do loads of bits. And it turns out that while I was automating it. To calculate the, the away tables for each league, I forgot to switch everything round. So, like, obviously, for like an away table, you have to set the amount of goals that the away team scored as mm-hmm. as the, the number of goals scored for that team. I accidentally used all the home team stats. So, essentially... They're awesome. Essentially, <laughs> so, no, basically, so, my away table for the, for the championship has Birmingham as runaway leaders... When in fact they are god awful, so basically it's been using incorrect stats for almost a month, um, which is why it's been dog shit. But <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you know now. I mean, yeah, yeah at least you've that's, spotted that's the four, forty quid down the shit. <laughs> Twenty. Quid, yeah, that's not. That's uh, you know. But anyway, yeah. So so that's that. That's upsetting. Um, but. So, there were championship matches tonight, so I've not had a chance to do everything for, for this weekend. I've had a look into the, to the Premiership stuff, and to be fair to it, its predictions for the, for the Premier League are more than reasonable. So, City to beat Arsenal at home, Watford to beat Everton away, and Newcastle and Bournemouth, uh, uh, both teams to score, no. So, one of it, yeah, uh, Newcastle and Bournemouth to fail to score, uh, in Newcastle. Uh, the odds, like if you went with an accumulator of those, the odds come out as about 10 to 1 for those three. So I could be a, a £100 there. Well, we'll see. Because <laughs> I've, I've not done the lower leagues, so what I actually bet on might not be that. But yeah, they're the they're its three main predictions for the Premier League. The bankers. That's exciting, <laughs> isn't it? So yeah, so, so that's... Uh, speaking of Bournemouth, by the way, um, I did just want to point out that Bournemouth are dead shit and no one seems to care. Like uh, they're they're awful. They've been awful all year. There has been a there has been a real silence about Eddie Howe's shitness this year. Yeah, like I think of. But I mean, I, my conclusion would be it's time to to get out of there, Eddie. Like bomb yeah, out and help If he dodged the bullet this year, yeah, get which out. I think he might well do. Yeah, so it'd be yeah. a shame if like. Also, Bournemouth can go on a run, can't they? Yeah. Like they can go on a run. And well, the, the thing is, a, like, a year ago, maybe not even a year ago, he was with Dyche and yeah. when a, a good job, like an Everton job, had come available, like, oh, we've got to get Eddie Hatton. Now he's... Pre- if you look on the I'd odds... Say, in fact, Rob, I'd say he was seen as a more attractive... A more trendy, yeah, for sure. But if you have a look probably on the odds, he's... 
A bit like what I would call the Ben and yeah, Paul Lambert situation. They are uber shit, Bournemouth. They're just yeah. easy to beat, Bob. When, yeah, that's like, the problem. There's no stealiness to them. So, we, so West Brom have not won, or they've won like one in the past nine, but they're still a tough out. Also, yeah. Bournemouth, Bournemouth, the, the guys not, Bournemouth have spent a bit of cash dollar on seem to be doctored. Yeah. Talking about Jordan Ibe. Jordan yeah, Ibe, who um, John Aldridge once assured me it didn't matter if Raheem Sterling had left Liverpool because Jordan Ibe was better. To be fair, though, I have uh, quite a few Liverpool fans uh, who are my friends, and they had the same view. They shouldn't be your friends anymore. <laughs> you got to cut them off. But I think that's, that's just from, like, you ones. overrate talent in your own Also, system. there was a yeah. weird desperation about the, uh, the Sterling. Yeah. The yeah. We just really wanted to believe that, that he, he was, was like, we'd be and, better and, off without yeah, him anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which was not and true. We, and we used Jordan Ive to... Uh, but who's that guy that. as well, Bournemouth bought from Liverpool? Was it six million? The left, left back? back. Do they play him? Like, I've, I've been away for a while, but... He's Australian. Brad Smith. Yeah, but yeah. they just buy people who. Just, I'm sure. Is if Brad we... Smith not the guy you used to play in golf? No, it's Brad Jones. Oh, Brad Jones. Who, also who has been phenomenal since leaving Liverpool. <laughs> he's won the. He's won the. I will never forget the day that. He has Brad been Jones. phenomenal, though, had he? Last year he was. I think this year they're not doing too well. But, but he's won. But the he's Dutch won, Yeah, they didn't win it since was it yeah. nineteen. And he was a really important. I remember yeah. watching some highlight program on the Dutch league in the year that final had won it, and the whole story was the missing Brad Jones today. It's going to be a big loss. <laughs> it's going to, I was like, what Brad Jones? Yeah. And then I was like, yes, they are talking about <laughs> Liverpool's own Brad Jones, who frankly looked like he'd never been a goalkeeper I'll, before I'll never life. forget the day he spent at Old Trafford jumping out of the way of shots <laughs> like, it was it was ridiculous I think, I think he saw a psychologist after that <laughs> yeah. and now he's it's back like, like he going, was going so early going back to, to Bournemouth though What's happened to Callum Wilson? Is he still injured? With he's, I think after he, he is back, but he's been on the bench. That injury. But they've got like three players who are quite similar, like Josh King, Foley, and Callum Wilson. They don't seem to have a, a link between midfield and attack. Also, for them, in my opinion, then they still persisting with four four two. I don't think so. Part of this is is me not rating Jermaine Defoe as highly as everyone else does, but. Like, I think Jermaine Defoe was just a terrible signing for them. Like, there's it no... Just, it, well, it went against the grain of what they'd been doing. Yeah, it just... There's no place years. for yeah, him. Yeah, like, just, he's, just 30, he's 35, is he, Defoe? 60, 70 grand a week or whatever. Maybe yeah. even more. And it doesn't really more. suit like, the I, I don't think Bournemouth's problem scoring goals. No, and they... <laughs> like, Jermaine Defoe was... Like, there's been better goal scorers in, in the Premier League, but, like... Having him in your team is a lot of the time like playing with ten men, and you have the trade off that if I mean, he gets they, a chance, you'd expect him to score. I, I know I, I rag on on Watford for still playing Gomez, but Arthur Barrett's is still a Premier League goalkeeper at Bournemouth, and it's just no, nah, he's not. He's, oh, is it Begovic? Yeah, it's Begovic, yeah. Oh, my mistake then. But last year, though, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just sort of actually in our discussion key, before the season, key vital I was claiming that Begovic was a great signing. I'd stand by that. He should. I mean, be, he probably he is, but look who he yeah. plays behind. Yeah. Like Eddie Howe plays like a free-flowing style of play, but his defenders aren't built to be on islands against real good strikers. Well, every we'll, week. we'll see how we do. I mean, I still think it. he'll steal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think they'll be. Well, then it really is time to to to. He did it last year. 
He was rocking dead and buried. And then the problem is, though, if they come fifteenth or something this year, then he's missed the boat, and he. But what is shame, Max? I think he would do a good job. To play devil's advocate, though, what is they're out there for him? As a job. No. Like what is the okay, we're doing that thing that English coaches do all the time though, we like you know, he could go he could go blah, you know. Could maybe get the severe yeah. job. He's not gonna get the severe <laughs> job. But you get the idea. Yeah, there's pl- well, yeah, we we are really doing what people yeah. do on T V, which we hate size like but yeah, but yeah, I don't know, Everton seems to have it wrapped up with Sam Allardyce and uh, where's he gonna go? I don't know. We could go and elect. Go anywhere, couldn't I? I keep using Anderlecht because <laughs> I am obsessed with Anderlecht. Remember when Alex McLeish went to was Go it Sporting Gek? Lisbon? Make Sporting Alex Lisbon. Alex McLeish good. coached in Belgium a couple of years ago. I can't remember how it went, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, judging by him not being there anymore, I don't think it went too <laughs> and, and well. Going go to a bad. like well-run institution, not somewhere where dodgy shenanigans are going on, no. like Sociedad or some Turkish club. Like, like if you could go, go like there are clubs yeah. out there as well that are like, look, I, I know that it turned out that it was an aberration, but you know, Steve McLaren went twenty. I was, just, and I was like, just about to say like, go on, go on my lead. You know the much banal, but maligned, it? maligned Steve McLaren did it perfectly until he went to Wolfsburg and fucked it all up. <laughs> but, but like he that, got that would be probably so Roy Hodgson. What are we talking about? Yeah. Roy Hodgson yeah. did it. So what league? What league would be most yeah. comparable for, like, to his style? Holland, maybe. It, I mean, he I could mean, work he, he could even most. go to. Imagine if he could, like, but it's not just for major. There's like really good, well-run clubs in like countries that you wouldn't traditionally like think about. Like, he could go to Basel. He could he do have a good yeah. if they needed a manager. Yeah, you know, like Champions League the, run. Like I was thinking, like or Anderlecht. Me and you would. <laughs> <laughs> Me and you were well, talking about Portugal, yeah. the Portuguese league earlier, yeah. and the fact that Sporting haven't won it since the Phil Bab glory days. Like um, Schmeichel in goal. Yeah, it was. Team, it was yeah. Pitch Michael, yeah. Was he, no, he wasn't in goal of that one. He was in 99 or 2000. Schmeichel won oh, the Portuguese league. Phil Bab won, was it 2002? So they've won in, in two separate occasions. Yeah. yeah. But not for well, like 17 years. Not Bab. Bab. Bab uh, Controlling <laughs> the defence. It was that year, they had, they had Yardell. They got yeah. Yardell and he scored like a thousand goals in a season. Now it completely ruined the mental image I had in my head of Phil Babb and Schmeichel, once enemies, now best mates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, like, but, but, but sport in Lisbon, Lisbon haven't had English coaches before, though, so it's not, yeah. it wouldn't be total alien to. But that's potentially a, like a, a big and decent. But yeah, you'd, look, like, you'd but, like to see yeah. English coaches go out. The comfort zone, yeah. actually, because the ones who have done it in recent times seem to have gone to clubs who were in a real pickle. Yeah, and you know it's not ended well. Like, like Greece, Greece uh, and Turkey have both, you know. And to be fair to Sunes, Sunes has been out there. He's done it. He's been to both parts. Sunes also went to Benfica and mm. bought Michael Thomas, Gary Charles, Theonaby. <laughs> Michael yeah. Thomas, Marsh as well. Dean Saunders. He really, I'm pretty sure there's more around, yeah. like Steve Harkness. Did he have a spell out there? He was trying to get steel <laughs> into their mental <laughs> yeah. sort of like, The odd job. I can't remember how it went, but I'm pretty sure it lasted about a year, maybe. Yeah, before wasn't great. Wasn't one of like, what have you done here, Graham? <laughs> when you, when you look You've at rowied it. us. <laughs> 
We used to be able to play football. He had a weird, weird managerial career as soon as. Because, like, like, there's, like, loads of incidents, like, ruining Benfica and, like... Did he coach in Italy as well? Ruining Liverpool. Ruining Liverpool. Well, he had a real shit job at Liverpool, but, yeah, he did. No, he didn't. I mean, he he bought some humdingers. Yeah, he really, really did. Did he coach in Italy? Um, Sampdoria? He may have done, I'm not sure. Or did he just play there? He played for Sampdoria. Played there, yeah. He won there. He obviously... He obviously planted... For some uh, reason, I've got a vision of him just coaching. we just talk about his successes? (laughs) Glasgow Rangers. Yeah. Big success. Wasn't he a success at Blackburn? Blackburn was a good start. A really good job at Blackburn. Uh, Whichever Fenerbahce or Besiktas or Galatasaray. Yeah, he was a success at Gala. The thing thing with his Blackburn, though, if I remember rightly, was... He did really well. Then it started going south, and then when you thought his window had gone from moving to a bigger club, and Newcastle came out of nowhere, yeah. and like we'll have you. And it's all well at Newcastle. No, it, it went wasn't terribly. success at Newcastle. No, shame. I like Graham Souness. Really like him. He's a good pundit. He's got great as teeth well. as well. Yeah, I love his rage. Love he is constantly raging. Rage. So I like it. <laughs> hmm. Anyway, yeah, so, so that's... That so, yeah, ready. the point of that was, there's plenty of places to go. Yeah, of course we are. But once we leave the EU, there's not. No. So <laughs> you've got to go right. quick. Yeah. Get in <laughs> now yeah. or it's Mexico. If you're, li- if you're listening anyhow, you've got, like, a few months to... To get yourself out there. <laughs> if football yeah. managers are correct... Um, oh, it only did it to you. It didn't I can't it believe me. he did this to me, so I read a bit about it online. Yeah, I... I yeah, anyway, I read about it and I was like, oh, that didn't happen to me. But, yeah. So, on Football Manager, at this perilous moment for, for England, um, it predicts what kind of Brexit we'd have. Yeah. So, in my imaginary post-Brexit world, it stopped me from... I had to, Everybody who wasn't English was treated like they were from Venezuela. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a bad one. I bought this Italian guy who, in his little information bit, said the next Christian Vieri, and I couldn't get a work permit for him. <laughs> Would That's he not shit. fall under the special talent dispensation? No, no, no I, I had hard Brexit. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, my one must have been a really soft Brexit, because it seems easier than ever. To <laughs> I got some lad from, from Barca, like this Argentinian centre mid, for like £7 million, and he was... He was like, you know, he yeah, was you went, you right went. out of their reserves. And in all fairness, I don't know if they saw it coming, he now might be the best centre mid in the Premier League. And essentially in January, that lad's off because there's no way someone doesn't buy him off me and I can't stop him. So you, you, your Brexit was the Nigel Farage dream world where, like, no, we've not left you, we've joined the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My Brexit was a cold, hard, Stalin esque say, where <laughs> yeah. if you weren't. British, you Your were. Your was V for Vendetta, I think. It was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good film, by the way. Um, yeah, very enjoyable. Right, so, yeah. Should we talk, uh, talk to Rob about what it's like being in America? Rob's become a fascist. He has, yeah. Because he's been staying with uh, the in the homes of Donald Trump supporting people. So he's he's come back with radical ideas and a hatred and for Mexicans. Crew which cut. is pointless and out of place in this country. Crew cut hair that, cut yeah. as well. Yeah. And Camouflage jacket. It's got a gun. Um, but you did, didn't you? You stayed with a lot of uh, Trump-supporting, yeah. flag-waving people 
who were I wouldn't call words, them flag waving. They were flag waving, mate. You said that. <laughs> mate, you said they waved a flag at you. That's how they want <laughs> you up in the morning by just... beating you around the head with a flag. It's <laughs> just, they... yeah, mate, where we got about flag waving is just semantics, mate. <laughs> <laughs> they're attacking you, assaulting you with a flag. And, more flag. and then shouting at you for getting blood on their beloved flag. And, you know, that says it all, really. More, more flag attacking than waving. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah. How, yeah, go on. How are these people... Because we've got this image that Americans are a bit thick and horrible people. I have anyway. Yeah, but, but yeah. they're all but the ones who voted for Trump are all white supremacists and, and horrible people. Yeah, but no, and the ones that, the ones and I'm you're not white by the way, because <laughs> I'm not white and we got the same parents. So we we treated in a, a really bad, suspicious way. <laughs> no, far from it. Um, yeah, a lot of the ones who I think voted for Trump, they were as nice as anyone I've ever met. So. It wasn't like they were waving it in your face that we voted for Trump. And when you say it, what, what my granny, <laughs> you know, waving the fact that they voted for Trump. Fair enough. But yeah, it was it was an interesting what were you like, actually four or five months. So. I worked for a company called Yes Soccer, which is coaching football. I won't say See, soccer. So at least one of us on this table uh, actually does something sport related yeah and it's uh, a one time guest so. who, who actually we might just start having on no I think we should start bringing him in because uh, yeah, we, we, we have a lot of dead air with us going what's his name and <laughs> that guy because <laughs> I don't actually watch any sport anymore yeah it's tough but talk about it so go on so I was there maybe four and a half months First, maybe two and a half months, I worked for Chicago Fire um, in around Illinois and a few other nearby states like Michigan, Wisconsin. Cheese country. Yeah. And then from about early August till late-ish October, I worked in, in Michigan for a re- very religious sport club called Fellowship of Christian Athletes. <laughs> Nice. And for a guy who doesn't believe in religion in the slightest, it was uh, maybe the first week was a very weird adjustment. So when, whenever I was <laughs> first week of practice, I think the sport director who was really religious wanted you to set aside like a moment for prayer at the end of every practice. What did you do? And, in that I, moment? and I didn't like. I didn't care for it, but he walked past. Did you not do a Joey Barton in France, Steve McLaren in, where was he, Germany, and like pretend prayer a bit? No, so what we did, we'd just do like, you know, a, bre- a huddle and a break, and then we'd, you know, shout something. No. Go God. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the first week he was walking around everyone's practice to make sure at the end you did a bit of prayer. What did I- So like, I was fortunate. Did you have to lead people in prayer? So I had like three teams. So I was fortunate in my youngest team, there was this girl who, if you asked her to do a full prayer for everyone, she'd just do it. So I'd only <laughs> ever ask her to do one if I saw the club director walking round. And it was it was just bizarre. Like, we'd meet him every Thursday to sort of talk about the overview of the club and how we can make it better and whatever. I was with this French guy who was doing the same thing as me and we'd meet this guy called Josh, the director, just for food every Thursday. It'd be like a Chipotle, Jimmy John's, which is like Subway, but a bit better. Just any like fast food. Yeah, I've been Jimmy John's. 
And well, also, said, when, was, you said, was, when you said Josh, I'm now just picturing Josh from the West Wing. On the terrible film with Josh from the West Wing, He's in and that shit. bird from, um, is it Save the Last Dance? Julia Stiles, the one from... Um, I know Julia Stiles, yeah. Terrible. The one she's in, the Heath I think she's most famous now for um, being in Dexter. Was she in Dexter? Yeah, she's his wife. Is she? Julia yeah. Stiles? I think so. Anyway, it was a terrible film for both of them. <laughs> Wasting my time for two hours. But go on. So like... Oh, we... one more thing. What's this Jimmy John's and why is it better than Subway? It's just like Subway, but it a bit is better, Subway, right? like, but it's... There's, there's no way to bake that down no, but it's just better. It tastes better. It feels better in there. Does it have a, a weird smell? No. Because Subway has a weird Subway smell, doesn't it? It does a bit, yeah. There's no two ways about that. Like, Jimmy John's feels a little bit more... You know, high high end. Even though it isn't, it feels a little bit more high end. A bit like um, Five Guys. Of that scope. Of that feel. Yeah. You feel no, like Five Guys generally is. Like, you're paying fifteen pounds yeah. yeah, for a burger. Yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit. <laughs> That's much. very excessive. It's a bit much. But yeah, going back to the meetings with this Josh guy, we'd be just about to sit down, we put our stuff down on the table and we'd open it up and we'd just about to eat and he'd just start saying grace and we're like this. What, the fucking fast food? Uh, yeah, though? and we're just like this. And me and the French guy, Julian, we look at just, each other just and Just one like, quick thing. You realise that people listening to this can't see hand gestures? I know. So, <laughs> you made the hand gesture of a large <laughs> penis yeah. to describe a sandwich. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, we just look at each other and we're like, what on earth, Scott, why is he praying? In a place, no. Why is he praying in a place though, where we like he's gone out and bought food and stuff? Like it's not like let's not get on the theoretics of uh, (laughs) yeah. It was it was just bizarre though. And every every place didn't buy the food, did he? (laughs) He never did though. Like yeah, but he. I told you about the time. Like one of my mates is is very keen on his Jesus. Like (laughs) your words, not mine. Like he's a real person. Yeah, that's what he is. Not like he's some guy. Not well. What There's I mean by that else. is not like, like he exists. Like I'm not bothered if you, but, but like at his wedding, he got married to to someone from like a church group he, he's part of, and like they spoke about Jesus during the ceremony, like he was a mutual friend who had introduced them and loaned <laughs> them money to for the wedding. It was bizarre. Anyway, carry on. So, like every week when you see him, you'd say grace in. You know, a fast food place or whatever. Did he? Did he? What did he do? It with his eyes closed. Yeah, kind of. He bowed his head, like head in prayer. So he didn't and, like, see that you were looking a bit horrified. Yeah, no, he had no idea. He wasn't like one of those who just he saw it but moved on with it anyway. But I was in a I couple mean, of one off. I was in a couple of places which were as religious as him, who you'd actually hold hands at grace, and you would actually. Do your Yo. face? Can you do yeah. a face to me, which, which sums up your <laughs> face during these moments? <laughs> That's a look of horror. Yeah. So like <laughs> you, you're holding hands with somebody you've you've met what like just for the week, and you're saying grace and stuff, and it, yeah, it's it's hard. it's very uncomfortable. But I'll tell you a story. I was in Marquette, Michigan, for July the fourth week. So we had July the fourth week off, so we sort of left to our own devices and do whatever you want. I mean, so. you had somewhere to stay, though. Yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> but I stayed, like, with quite a religious, so, like, the guy was Venezuelan. Okay. And his wife, and... I th- I don't know if he was 
very religious from when he was born or whatever, or since he married this woman, then he's bought into how religious they are. And at their house, they'd say grace with like their like you know granddad and grandmother and whatever. And then there was one time though, where it was sort of like how they prepared food is sort of they'd have it all on the stove and whatever, and then they'd be like, "Help yourself." Oh yeah, I have that. I kept smothering. But, but then She's like, but then you'd have to come back to the table and everyone sit down. Then you say grace, and then we start eating. But the granddad was like, it took ages, and he was just so annoyed with how like how long it took. It was his job always to say grace. He was just like, thanks for being here. <laughs> Let's eat. That's all he, like the one he delivered on the Friday was a good five minutes long. The one he delivered on the Monday because he was just starving. <laughs> yeah, and you could just see it on his face, but like too many of these people. It was. Let's just eat. Thanks for being here. Did they all just? Did anyone ever go? So, mate, you what? Like, give you an option, or did was it just? No, no. But like, well, they didn't assume that I was religious. They were just like, it's our house. This is how it goes down. You're gonna bow your head in prayer, hold hands, do grace. I mean, some people's grace it takes a lot less time than than other people. (laughs) Some people's it's like delivering an actual sermon. Like, yeah, they do go on and on and on. Some guys are just like... Do they, know, like, bless for each item on the table? No. Not when I was there. It was just sort of a, a thank you, like a general thank you, and then it's just let's eat. But when you've not done it since yeah. primary school... What do you mean? <laughs> We've never done it in our house. Not once. <laughs> I mean, we didn't even do it at primary. We did prayer did and stuff in... Oh, like, you did prayer, but... Did you not do a prayer in primary school before dinner time? Probably last, yeah. like not with the food in front of you. No, but like, like we it was did, a I'm sign sure, off of what of the last lesson. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I did it in reception and up until year two. Maybe I don't know. But I've never done but it. But I've house. never done it. So even the guys Mate, that's say like they, the kind of thing you'd think happened on TV, but would be like, yeah, but yes. they wouldn't be doing that in their own houses, would they? But it's even not, the guys who I stayed with the last two months in Michigan, they did it the one time we were all actually present at the table on the Sunday. They never did it any the other The cool day. ones. Yeah, even they did it with on the a, Sunday. Tell them the cool ones. You stayed with a professional ice hockey player. No, that was... They, they weren't religious. Oh, they're not religious. Yeah, but I stayed with, in Marquette, Michigan, I stayed with a guy who's basically chasing... It's a pretty cool story, but he's chasing the dream of just constantly travelling all across the world being a professional hockey player. Nice. So he's played last five years and, and this year, so that's maybe last six years, Japan. I didn't even know he played hockey. <laughs> Rob <laughs> said he looked a bit effeminate. So when I came... Mate, he's sticking with. So what happened he's, was... He's uh, an answer to you. When I came in, though, to their house, I was like, yeah, this guy's a bit like... He said he looked a bit, like, effeminate. No, look, he sort of, he was, like, soft-spoken-ish and... You know, really that. polite. You said no, you said that, and I was like, "Yeah, I suppose." You said effeminate. <laughs> I don't I've met the two of you. Rob and said, then, "Honestly, it was like looking at a young Julian Clare." No, <laughs> now you <laughs> just. <laughs> That's what he said to me last night. He changed his mind. You can start taping this shit, Mike, because Rob's playing you for a jump. 
am going to start carrying around a dictaphone <laughs> and taping it when you feel oh, homophobic. I, I spent a large portion of a day looking at Alan's dictaphone <laughs> and laughing my ass off. It is it's, incredible. It's, anyway, Rob, this guy, Rob, told me is like one of the greatest players to ever play in Japan. Yeah, he's like top 10. In, oh, awesome. In point score. You're like the points that we yeah. in hockey, it's like assists and goals and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, so you're like kind of a, a big, you're like being a bit of a dick, so right. I bet you're like a big deal in Japan. He's like, yeah, kind of. Like, <laughs> I am actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he'd, he'd sort of, when I was there though, he'd sort of semi-retired. So he was kind of like, I don't want to say never, but I'm sort of moving away. I and mean, then he, I think he got what he would say is like an offer he can't turn down. So he's 35. Yeah. And he's gone back out there again. Is that old for a hockey player? It's old for any kind of sportsman, really. There's a lot of wear and tear, wear yeah, and tear in hockey. It's it's like he's had all sports. sorts of injuries. He's had like a dislocated shoulder. He's had like teeth out. He's had. But he wasn't naturally big, though. I said to you yesterday when I walked in. I mean, he told me he was a hockey player. I was like, yeah, whatever, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all like playing a bit yeah. of sport at the weekend. Yeah. I was a professional what, football yeah. player. Well, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> good for you, yeah. Sean. Yeah. But he, was, he, wasn't, he wasn't big. And when he told me, he was like, I've been like Germany, Holland, Norway. Hmm. Norway played, like, Norway, that's another place English managers could go, just say. Because there's a D in Mark. You could do Rosenberg. You could do Japan. <laughs> you could do Bromby. Steinbach. Yeah. Mold. in Denmark, but fine. I don't know. Are they well wrong? <laughs> Mold look all right. He's got back there, and he's so Yeah. He looks really weird now. Yeah. He looks like a <laughs> <No>. baby. <laughs> Even though, like, like, even though he's a weird accent. How old is he? 40s? Oh, I don't know. He's only older. He's, he's old enough. <laughs> he's old enough. He looks like he's had he's had plastic surgery but didn't go that well. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a bit hard. Let it go, mate. You can't look young anymore. <laughs> it's fine. You're old now. That's okay. I'll tell you, when I went to that school reunion, there was someone there who had a fair bit of plastic surgery. Is it a woman? Yeah. Is it a woman not, who not you really. kind of stay in touch with weirdly on Facebook? No. No. Is it not her? No. Oh, no. no. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. No. No. No, not her. Um, but, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was a bit of a weird one. Because it was a bit like uh, I was saying about Ole. It's not great. Like, not great. Not terrible, she doesn't look like a freak, but she definitely looks like, you know, when you're watching something like that, Real Housewives of Cheshire or whatever, and there's a one who like... Like Phil Barsley's wife. Bit scary. Yeah, she <laughs> you know Phil like Barsley's wife? What's her name? I don't know, I just... I I know her her just Name's Phil Tanya Barsley. Robinson, I think. I think she so won, So why like, did you ask me for the clarification? Because I was pretending I didn't know that well. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you've got to go with the flow, mate. When you're on the podcast, yeah. anyway, yeah, Rob, you wouldn't, you wouldn't get it. You've got to help a brother out, and now look like a weird pervert <laughs> who knows the names of. I'd go as far as to tr- say sex fiend. Yeah, well, least for truths, that. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Truth that. Anyway, yeah, she won like you know, like back in the day, FHM did that like girl next door winners. Is that yeah, high street on these? See, I didn't actually know. I didn't pretend I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. know that, but yeah, yeah, high street on these. Like she won it one year, and she was absolutely smoking mm. as she would be yeah now she looks a bit weird yeah, is there a nice. massive difference from when she looks in FHM till now well, obviously I mean to be fair as well time is no woman's friend 
or yeah, bands true. for that matter. So well, I don't know. Some actually, you know, even my girlfriend says that we get better looking when we get older. Well, again, I just don't want to see sexist. Like, <laughs> if it, if it, I, I don't think all men do. Like, but some definitely do. But most of us look all right. Yeah, Whereas, it's less like Rob of a, say, women look less like all bags after 30. There's no need for that, mate. <laughs> I told him straight. You yeah, can't say that on the podcast. That is misogyny, mate. Yeah. There's no room for Funnily that, enough, mate. before we get back onto uh, Tanya Robinson, Robertson, or is it Robinson? Stop clarifying things you already know. Anyway, that woman, Tanya Robinson. I think it's Rob. It is Robinson. It doesn't matter. Right. I have is, no is idea if she's even called right. Tanya. Right. Uh, we have... Uh, a gay friend who just walked in so if you heard a tap running that's our friend Carlos who has become your words not mine Ed uh, what did you call him the other week? oh yeah he's a full on misogynist these days no but, but a whole misogynist <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah he's, he's a whole so he's, he's constantly <laughs> complaining about like there's too many women in like films isn't he? he was complaining about the female four but the man's he's He's gone though. The specific side he was complaining about, because he's a big comic book fan, how now a lot of the heroes are now written as women. So apparently Spider Man's. It's only four. I've they? got no problem with it. I'm, 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 I'm equal. Like, he's I mean, got I... no problem with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a bit weird. Anyway. Minorities hating on each other is, if you yeah. ask me, a damn shame. I've, I've got to say, mate, <laughs> women are not a minority. Are we not? Oh, you know, we're a majority, aren't <laughs> Yeah, there's more of them, mate. Uh, anyway, um, anyway, back to this woman. Are you still on that? What the fuck gone? Yeah, you asked me, yeah, so back of it, she was all fresh-faced and stuff, so yeah. it's an unfair comparison yeah. for me to say, yeah, she looks worse now. Well, like, you know, yeah, it's yeah. Like, that was 20, 20 years ago, mm. the 90s, isn't it, when FHM yeah, was, yeah, yeah. you know, Gail Porter and all that. Very briefly, like... Don't go into Gail Porter, no. we don't want to go over that. I remember... I mean, not um, literally, I just mean we don't want to go down to... Yeah. Because on that show that... What was it? Desperate... Is it Real Housewives of... Oh, Cheshire? don't do this fucking thing now. <laughs> what is it? Just <laughs> I, think it is real. I think it is Real Housewives. I'll go with that. That's what it's called, <laughs> right? Real Housewives of Cheshire. That's what I call it earlier. But Dean Gore's wife was on it. You know, the footballer? What, for Huddersfield? Yeah, the guy the played for Ajax. Yeah, yeah. Like his wife was on it. See, that's football related. He played for Ajax. Yeah, there you go. That's why I threw it in there. All right, well, I'm Was she all right? No. But it's can't bring the hate to this podcast. No, no, no doubt, no equivocation. Oh God, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just shooting from the hip. Yeah, fair That's enough. That's what we have to do on this, mate. <laughs> right, 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 we're, we're going to have to wrap this up now. We're, we're at an hour and two minutes. So, so right, all right. Well, we'll call that a day. We could crank out another one while Rob's here tomorrow if you guys are about. She's back tomorrow. Oh, that's shit for you. Unlucky. <laughs> Uh, works better for me though because I have to do this really gay ass work thing between six and eight, and I think I get paid, but it's like a big company meeting because we're rebranding. Hence those business cards I gave you. <laughs> but like, yeah, I, I'm not happy. I about. think I've lost my business card. Oh yeah, I said so. I have no room. idea where I think I, I went. I went into the living room and there was just one discard on the coffee table. Fucking guys. I mean, you've both got my mobile number, which isn't on there. So, but but still, you no, guys... I'm ringing the office, which is called. Well, we can't say it on there, no. really, can we? But yeah, I'm I'm booking appointments left, right, and centre. Yeah. I'll go through the <laughs> formal route. Aid. I'll email. <laughs> yeah, whatever. All right, but anyway, yeah. So, um, yeah, we we should probably. Uh, probably oh, before you, I, I I told you this before. I watched that film about McDonald's and the founder. Oh yeah, like. 
you know what people say because I work in catering and I'm doing actually fantastically well and I'm going to say that because I'm the only person who can tap myself on the back anyway so I'm going to do it a lot but yeah this film this is what we're going to I'm going to finish on you know what people are asked when they say like what do you want from a place mm. and Gordon Ramsay sums this up well in Kitchen Nightmares people always say something like what do you have? well I'd like loads of choice and you don't want choice no you don't you want like them to do one thing but like dead dead good yeah Yes. That's basically what I learned from that film. Yeah, I, I when people that, say they like choice, no, you don't. No, Nobody no one does. It's just something you say when you're asked, "What do you want?" Yeah, because nobody can think of anything on the spot ever, which fucks up loads of places. All right, I mean that is a weird final thought to end on. <laughs> That's my final um, it's an odd one. All right, well, we'll catch up next week with the new Predictatron when we'll both be thousandaires, maybe. Hundred airs, isn't it? Yeah, if it all goes well. Or maybe Rob, if he buys in, but I don't think he's gonna because he thinks it's a Ponzi scheme. Uh, anyway. However, if we don't get predictions from working, we should work on the Ponzi scheme. Yeah. I yeah. think that's a better route, guys. I really do think it's a more realistic and achievable route. But what we need to do yeah. is we need yeah. to con- when we because one week this bullshit's got to work, yeah. and then we use that yeah. week to really yeah. sell really the shit out of it. Yeah, yeah, that's the way. Alright, anyway, so that's what we'll do. Uh, yeah, right, signing off now. Bye. Say bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Alright, later. <laughs>